this for? <laughs> You're so aggressive. <laughs> to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. And me, Dan. We're all four here. Yep, thank you very much for listening. Um, We'll see you next week. (laughs) We've uh, we've hit the heights of success (laughs) by all four of us being here. We're also all very tired. We're recording this at 11 o'clock at night. Very late. It's very close to the witching hour, it and is. we're all very afraid of witches, Whoa. so <laughs> it's going to be quite scary. Paul, Paul's left the podcast. <laughs> he just walked top. away. And <laughs> is that a gun? I forgot an essential piece of kit. Oh. Ah, cool. Thanks, prick. <laughs> what have we been up to? I think Dan should start. Okay, that makes a change. Um, been to Romania, as you know. Went to go and see where the um, the last film was filmed. We, we thought you might be a hitman. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we think. I might be. Now as you a, say, hang on, you, that backs up the story because you went. I went to go and see where the last film was filmed. You just went into the Romanian woods. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> briefly, just me, a shovel, and a large bag. <laughs> just briefly, what did you think of the last film? Considering you picked it, I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, everything. I agreed with everything everyone said apart from Mike. Obviously, of course. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, he was pretty much there apart from this whole beast obsession. But that's because he had watched fucking uh, Split like the day uh-huh, before or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Had, had total fixation on that side of things. So, but no, I thought it was really good, really clever, great um, use of um, scenery, camera, blah blah blah. You know, we covered that on the last one. I agree. Good film. Glad I picked it. Fantastic. Yes. So that's a that's a full on get it watch for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> full on, absolutely. A bit belated. Yeah, it'd be a bit shit if it was my film. I picked it. And it was I, I totally ripped it apart. Which <laughs> well, it might happen. Well, well, done. <laughs> well, it's my choice this week, isn't it? Oh, you yeah, and you said you had a, an interesting choice. I've had it? a choice. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it towards the end. But yeah. <laughs> Um, so did Romania they went up to Coventry just to go and do another just hit. as glamorous <laughs> yeah do another hit it's the same thing <laughs> yeah. um, and then other than that it's just been catching up and getting work done you know excellent he is such is life such is life exciting Fucking adulting uh, yeah <laughs> I've just I've just been busy doing moving moving people into houses and doing funerals only one funeral. That makes you sound like I'm yeah. like I'm a priest. It's like your hobby. <laughs> just got, as a side hustle, I'm a priest. <laughs> I conduct funerals just on the side. Yeah, yeah. For free. You know. And I find that it often runs into my my own my own like sort of daily life because I watch Star Wars and they go May the Force be with you and I feel like I have to say and also with you. That's a niche Catholic joke, but like one in like seven people will be laughing at that. <laughs> So, Isn't seven so like a spiritual a spiritual number? As well, well, no, it's just there's a. I think there's like a billion Catholics. Who or fucking something. cares? Anyways, get on something <laughs> more interesting. And reading up on a specific demon, which we can get into a little bit later. Cool, fantastic, Chris. Uh, work, but not as bad as when we last discussed my work. <laughs> well, that was all cut out. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, busy, but hired a couple of people and. Yeah, looking looking better than it was before. I 
really <laughs> call that shit out? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was this bit's fine. The other bits was not wasn't so good. So I, I missed I've missed a load then because obviously all I've heard was just the podcast. We'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah. tell you later. Unbelievable. Unfucking <laughs> believable. Sort, sort of my fault. I left myself I left myself notes in the podcast like, like out just out in recordings going Mike cut this bit for fuck's sake pay attention please cut this bit. Oh, so you leave the stuff in there that might get me into trouble with my missus but when it comes what, to Chris what kind of stuff would that be can you nothing, describe it in detail we've got a wonderful relationship everything is great excellent good I'd be very busy at work thank you <laughs> Paul <laughs> you done pretty you much been busy at work and watched a film what just the one. Oh, oh. <laughs> I believe this one. Film, yeah. Uh, what have I done? No. I uh, 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 went to see um, the original 1979 Alien at the cinema. Oh, time. nice. Second time I've seen it on the cinema, actually. But it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Best Good. way to see any film, but particularly an old film. Are you, are you saying the get it watched on the biggest screen get possible? Get it watched on Alien. <laughs> Go and see it at the cinema. <laughs> And if you can't, tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that, that hackneyed thing that people people say um, like when they're reviewing a film and they like it. They're like, go out and watch it on the biggest screen the you biggest can. The biggest screen with the best sound quality, which at the cinema includes Numb Nuts talking and rustling crisp packets. I was going to say, I, I disagree. I'm, like, I'm happy with my surround sound system, my, my TV would much rather it at home than the cinema. As would cinema goers. You're such a heathen. Much. I am. Shut up, you're shit. <laughs> this is why the cinema industry is going down. Because they can't keep... Because of you, specifically. Because they can't keep people... Dan doesn't go to the cinema anymore. <laughs> Fuck you, cinema chains. Look, I reckon they should just have, like, six-foot gaps between all of the seats to make sure... Oh, that's no... basically the X-plus screen. But while we're, yeah. while we're slagging off cinemas, we are looking to do, like, a li- uh, some sort of live show screening thing. So if you are at... That's weird. Lights have just come on out of nowhere. We are we are looking to do some kind of live show screening sort of things, which would involve like you watching the film and then we just come and sort of talk bollocks for an hour. Uh, so if you are a cinema, independent or otherwise, it'd be fucking funny if it wasn't independent. It'd be hilarious if it wasn't though. Prince Charles, we're looking at you. Yeah, not not the actual Prince Charles. (laughs) I don't know if he's into that. I mean, he might be. Who knows? Him and Camilla popping down the view. He's busy, isn't he? Uh, yeah, so yeah, get in touch. Anyway, my thing is always cinema. It's like I don't do anything else. You don't. Right. Yeah, that's, oh, that's you... why you started a horror podcast. Yeah, and true. you cuddle blokes. I do cuddle blokes. Yeah, which is why we're recording. You, give, you, you give ex, you give you give exquisite BJJs. I was uh, I was choking dudes <laughs> and being choked and being choked. <laughs> And then here we are. Really, yeah, until we'd all, time. Yeah. really just until we'd all had enough. And then yeah. we went home. Then we sat and watched Dan play with uh, the recording programme we used for <sighs> an hour. An hour, literally an hour, yeah. Didn't work, went back to Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> the layman's choice. Yeah. So Audacity. After that one week of really exceptional sound, it's probably going to be shit again. So Oi, sorry about that. I process the sound for this podcast. Fuck off. As I said. Sounds great. <laughs> I will have it fixed for next time, I promise. Don't promise me. Promise the listeners. The sound is really good. (laughs) You've literally just exploded the (laughs) the thing on my screen. Of course I did. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, other than that, we've got some we've got some custard creams to give us energy. Yeah. That we can't eat on the podcast because you like have a shit fit. Yeah, because you shouldn't do that. 
Right. Yeah, that is bad. Well, podcast. I'm going to eat a custard cream oh, and, and eat away from the microphone, yeah, just quietly. Well, well away from Sad. Because that, that is fucking disgusting. That's the one thing. You know You know when you listen to Joe Rogan's <laughs> Fight Companions? Do you listen to them? No. When they're all talking and fucking eating cheese, it drives me insane. I had a phone call earlier with a, a colleague and he decided he was going to have his dinner. No. Roast. I had to put the phone down. <laughs> it was a bit like... I had to put the phone down and never spoken to that guy <laughs> yeah. again. That is the height of fucking rudeness. You do well, mate. I can barely hear you. <laughs> it's a skill, I think. <laughs> I just want to say, Paul, yes. your pillows smell exquisite. Oh, I'm glad. Never <laughs> my arse on That's them. the one I sit my naked <laughs> butt on. And I... Flex. <laughs> that's the one I do my. Ca- that's the one I do my cables on. <laughs> you watched a film, uh, probably earliest sting we've ever had in the history of the podcast. Maybe. It's because we're all tired and rattling <laughs> on about absolutely nothing. <laughs> Welcome As to you. my brain. Right. So yeah, we watched a film. Yes, we did. Let's just um, wait for Paul and he'll do it. Um... <laughs> we watched William Friedkin's 1973 masterpiece. Is it Friedkin's or Friedkin's? Friedkin? Fried- Friedkin? 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 I might have spelled it wrong. Uh, no, you spelled it right. Oh. I, just, I wasn't sure of the pronunciation. Fri- Friedkin. I'm sure it's Friedkin. Okay. I may be wrong. Uh, the Exorcist. Oh, what a film. Really? Yeah. Holy shit, I was really expecting that. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate it. No, it's what so, the fuck is this shit? It's so <laughs> good. Such a good film. Yeah, great I, film. Yeah, I really... Absolutely incredible. And I thought it aged, it's aged really well as well. Yeah, dude. Like, I, I only watched it today because I was pushed for time. Um, and I was just sitting there like loving every second of it. Who wants to give the synopsis? Um, well, you normally do that. Uh, well, where's, where's the... Uh, well, have you not got your, your little... Little notes that you know, I have, do. but I didn't write a synopsis. I was very tired <laughs> today. Uh, well, generally, it's about uh, this actress and her daughter. Uh, they're staying in a house because she's working. Um, something kind of starts happening to the daughter, she's possessed. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the most profitable horror movies ever made. Uh, this tower you too the... can find this on wikipedia.com <laughs> yeah. if, you do, if you want to read along with Dan <laughs> yes yeah, read it, along with Dan it is I'm, literally wikipedia people I'm going to give you a lovely little bed of music starting now and you can read along with Dan the synopsis <laughs> no pressure. of the 1973 classic yeah don't fuck this up the 1973 classic The Exorcist one of the most profitable horror movies ever made. This tale of Nexism is based loosely on actual events. When young Reagan, Linda Blair, starts acting odd, levitating, speaking in tongues, her worried mother, Ellen Burstein, seeks medical help, only to hit a dead end. A local priest, Jason Miller, however, thinks the girl may be seized by the devil. The priest makes her request to perform an, makes, yeah, makes her request to perform an exorcism, and the church sends an expert to help with the difficult job. How was that? that yeah, was, that, that was, was amazing. That was all yeah. right, yeah. All right, we'll take that. Um, yeah, so 
that's pretty much it. It starts off, um, they're in the desert. In Iraq, yeah. yeah. Which always froze me, because I never remember that no, when it starts yeah, there. <laughs> when it happened, I was like, have I put the right film? I'm pretty sure. That's literally what I yeah. did. Every time I go, oh yeah. So I've literally, ne- I've never seen the film until yesterday. Oh. So the fact that it had that opening, I had to go and Google the synopsis. Because <laughs> yeah. the film opens in Iraq, I'm like, oh good, okay, cool, cool. Because... Trying to find the actual the Exorcist is is hard. It's a TV show, yeah. Because there's a two there's a two yep. series TV show, yeah. and then there's all the sequels, and then there's like people who have tried to cash in. Yeah, on, like, it's like the Exorcist, the Exorcist is um, oh, Beverly Rose. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was actually quite hard to find to find it. So I did think, oh fuck, what if I've got the wrong the wrong version? Um, but yeah, I I like that. And the um, there's a documentary. About um about the the novelist yeah. writing uh William writing. Peter Blatty yeah and he uh, when he first wrote it he was trying to write about the uh, the the tapping that went on in the in the um sort of later on you know the tapping that goes on in the in the ceiling yeah. that she notices yes so he spent six months uh six, sorry six weeks trying to work out this intro. And he couldn't get it. He was just like, I can't. It was making what, the Iraq up. intro. No, 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 not the Iraq intro. This, this. It said it all started on. Uh, it all started when um, Linda Blair, whatever, heard um, a um, heard a, oh, um, the, a the, tapping in the, the ceiling. Mother hears it. Yeah, she yeah. thinks it's rats. Yeah, and that was how the film. That's how the book was going to start. Oh, okay. And he, he basically just went crazy for like six weeks. He's like, I cannot get it right. He couldn't get the flow of the prose right, and was really freaking out about it. Um, then he got called away to do a, a script for a film because that's what his profession was. He was a screenwriter, comedy screenwriter. Yeah, sure. Um, and then he, uh, the film never got made. But then he came back. He got um a, a place on the beach, and it the sound was driving him crazy. So he then found this remote cabin that was completely silent, and then spent like a summer doing sort of seventeen, eighteen hour days alone. Wow. With um, he said cigarettes and coffee had become my mistresses. <laughs> he was going through four packs of Marlboro a day. Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah, and just tapping away. And he realised then when he got into this this quiet place that um that's not where the movie that's not where the the book sorry should start. And that's when the whole Iraq thing happened because a lot of people hate that intro. No, oh, I don't and I I, I I I think especially when you know more about it so. It really sets up the whole of the film. Yeah. So obviously spoilers. You're a dickhead if you're listening <laughs> yeah, to this. Nineteen seventy three people, come on. Yeah. Um but obviously he sees that he sees the demon Pazuzu. <laughs> With the big snake dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and he um and, and, and Pazuzu, if, if you do a little bit of research into demonology, um, is a kind of one of the right hand men of Satan. Uh, and a demon of the wind, and if you, <laughs> I'm a demon of the wind. <laughs> but if you, if you, um, if you take that into account, the foreshadowing is fucking incredible. Yeah. Like the from the minute that he gets the from the minute he gets the figurine to when then he sees the statue and you've got that that juxtaposed him versus that thing. So that's already setting that up. But then the use of wind throughout the film. Is fucking brilliant, yeah. and like, and like the minute I, I, because I had to, obviously, because I was looking up the synopsis, the first thing he said, he discovers the demon Pazuzu, which isn't named in the film. I was like, brilliant. Well, you fucking ruined that then. Didn't you? <laughs> but so then, obviously, my natural curiosity took over, and, and with with that going into the film and watching it, watching it with that in mind, 
the, the yeah the foreshadowing yeah, is fucking incredible. There is a lot of like um, nudges to it. So when uh, skipping ahead a little bit, um, when Linda Blair's walking up the street, all the leaves are blowing around, and, and the nuns, and that's when Tubular Bell starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and um, she looks at I think it's a couple of nuns, and they're white. Yep. Dresses are flailing or whatever you call them. So exactly like people of the cloth are being pulled back yeah. by some sort of unearthly... Because that's actually where the film properly starts to. Yeah. Like, and she doesn't leave the house again after that part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, she does. They go to the doctors. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, with Wiley. Okay, yeah. Reagan. 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 Yeah. Uh, excellent actress, incidentally. She's so fucking good. That's a child really? actress. I was blown away. Absolutely amazing. Like I wonder how child you... actors annoy the shit out of me, but yeah. she's fucking incredible. I wonder how you get a child actress to do a lot of that stuff. Uh, a lot of joking around, apparently. Like oh really? Yeah, she had a she had a great time. Like <laughs> it's really funny because you'll hear loads of urban legends like oh yeah, filming it fucked her up. She's really disturbed for life. Bullshit. Well, they thought they thought the set was cursed because Kubrick turned it oh, down. Oh, loads of people yeah. died, man. And and someone else, someone someone else prominent turned it down. And then the person who was going to direct it, their son was killed by a motorbike yeah, accident right, yeah. in Iraq, uh, with the filming of of uh, when they started filming. So he left the project, and they were just like, "Nah, no one's going to work on it." It's actually lucky it wasn't Kubrick because Dan would have hated it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think. <laughs> It, I think The Exorcist done by Kubrick would have been phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenally shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but <laughs> would it have been well. better? No, I think it would have just been different. Yeah, because They're, it is it's top fucking class. Yeah, I think it's so good. Well, Linda Blair. I saw a, um, an interview with Linda Blair, which, which she said herself she, she wasn't fully aware of a lot, especially like, no. like the crucifix scene. She really didn't know the significance of that, the that implications bit, of it. it. Let's not rush here. Let's talk. Oh yeah. Um, but also, as uh, there was a lot of controversy around her because it was the first horror film to receive Oscar nominations. It yeah. received ten of them, including a Best Supporting Actress nomination for Linda Blair. But there was a lot yeah, of controversy well. around it because it's like somebody else was doing the voice for it. The whole thing ended up in a massive legal battle. Of course it did. Um, yeah. Because the, the woman that came, I can't remember the name of the actress. Somebody else was doing the voice for it. Another well-known actress was doing the voice for it. Uh, and it all ended up. It all, all ended up. So all about that. I just like it when Chris talks. I'm having a biscuit while he talks. All right. Yeah. Literally, so, um, as soon as you tried to pick that up, all the, the, the yeah. shell waves. <laughs> it was captured. It's like trying to open a bag, a uh, packet of crisps, and so it kind of had. It kind of had a negative uh, impact on it, and she didn't get. Uh, the Oscar that people yeah. that actually believed. It Traditionally, get at the time. like horror films, don't really win Oscars anyway. No. I only Get Out last year. Which, and in the same interview, she did say it was quite, quite interesting that the amount of uh, abuse she suffered as the as, as a result of this. She had, the Catholic she had to be uh, protected for six months. That's right. Yeah. Through to death surprised. threats from various yeah. religious zealots. Which is so <laughs> ridiculous. Who actually thought she was the but Antichrist. Nobody had seen anything like that no. up until Not the first point. time a child's been out to be protected from the Catholic Church. Oh, 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 hey! <laughs> Topical. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, people hadn't seen anything like that up until this point. Like This was yeah. truly horrific. Have you seen the... Uh, there's a lot... Of uh, still shots and things of, of people, re- the audience reaction. From uh, yeah, I, I, well, I haven't seen it in a while, but I do remember the the whole thing. People running out, people were shocked, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were, but I, can, I can see that. Like, yeah, I've been like ten minutes in. Like the doctor says, oh blah blah blah. She was uh, swearing a lot. Um, and the mother turns around and said, oh, why, what was saying? And she's like, oh, cunt. So I dropped the C-word yeah, straight away. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Damn. In a 1973 <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. 
It was that was uh, yeah. There yeah, was definitely like going for the shock factor in it. Yeah, there were a lot of UK councils that, that banned it that, at the time. They used to do a thing. Apparently, they did a thing called the Exorcist bus trip, where basically people were picked up That's and taken right, to the nearest yes. town that was showing the movie I because it was being that. banned. That's crazy. <laughs> man. There's a version. There's a version that was uh, that was for TV, that is apparently awful. Like it's so butchered because <laughs> they drop, they get rid of it. Any C's, any F's. Oh. Any that, any that mutilation, any of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, you saying about the people in the theaters? There was a guy, they were actually sued. Warner Brothers were sued for one guy, a film goer in the US, fainted in the theater and broke his jaw on the seat in front, what and amazing. sued Warner Brothers, claiming the subliminal imagery had caused him to pass out, and they settled it out of court for an undisclosed <laughs> oh fee. So there's a so there's an interesting thing as well. It, Obviously, I'm not going to say this is the first use of it, but it's it's probably one of the first prominent uses of a subliminal um, yeah. context, uh, you know, in the film because they they had some test. I believe it was some test screenings of the demon of of the of the face yeah. for the demon, and they just would splice that in um, in the film, yeah. what kind of wherever it went dark. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, uh, I think it probably would have had more of an impact had it not been plastered all over T-shirts for the last 40 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, let's get back to the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah, the first, um, so are we done with Iraq at this point? Yeah, I mean, okay. well, I just wanted to talk about like the, the lack of dialogue during that bit. Yeah. Like, there's some, but it's not a lot, and it's just... Show really don't intrusive tell. Intrusive like background sounds, like everything's heightened, like all the pickaxes and the praying. Mm. Um, all the sounds are heightened, and mm. every one of them is too loud. Yeah, but yeah. obviously deliberately so. It's a really nice scene. It straight away puts you on edge. There's yeah. an interesting. Um, there's a book called I Lucifer, which is not a very long book, and if you if you fancy an interesting read, it it's fucking great. Uh, it talks about the um, the devil inhabiting a human body for a week um, to kind of redeem himself. Um, and one of the first things he talks about is like when inhabiting a human body, smell, sound, all of it. It's yeah. the first time you've taken a corp- uh, corporeal corporeal form. Yeah, solitude. Yeah. Um, so everything's really heightened. And it's almost as if like... You're the scene in Iraq because the demon's been let loose. You're yeah. sort of experiencing these things for the first time yeah, as the demon. Nice. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's also beautifully shot. Oh, like, the Iraq is. stuff is. I mean, a lot, lot, lot of the rest of the film is is great, but like the the establishing shots in Iraq are are, are actually yeah. fucking beautiful. A lot the of... market scene is just the lighting yeah. and and the cam- like just the cinematography a in lot general of, is fucking um, brilliant. A lot of like. Um, production value shots like like just exterior shots of buildings and yeah. stuff it's really nicely done yeah I and mean, part of that is is obviously due to the fact that the exterior shot of that house is so famous mm. but every time you see it you're just like oh it gives you chills mm. such a beautiful thing um yeah so so one of the first in the first scene we kind of see um riley reagan Reagan. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, (laughs) When we see Reagan, the windows open. Yeah. So you know, I was talking about how wind is a powerful thing. So it's almost like the wind has pushed this open, and and you can tell that she's the one that's been selected. Yeah. uh, Which I thought was an interesting uh, thing. The the other kind of main theme, so kind of wind is is kind of a big theme. But another main theme is obviously um, old versus new. So like uh, modern sensibilities versus ancient sensibilities. Yeah. And there's a really 
Which actually plays out literally with the two priests. Yeah, well, that's 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 exactly it. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of in, obviously there's a lot of interesting biblical stuff to do with that as well. Um, but we'll get to that. Um, but when she goes up into the the attic to find the to find the rats, as it were, um, she lights a candle. But as she's going up the up the stairs into the attic, you can see there are two fake candles on the on the wall, like like modern day lights. Yeah. And it's this, uh, and I just think it it was it was a scene that really stood out for me because the whole film is saying, you know, the the only way you deal with an ancient evil is to is to use ancient methods, um, which is why you know in the in the first scene you see that you've got the the talisman and this demon head yeah. are in the same crypt, but they're of different time periods. Um, and the only way she can get light up in the in the attic is by a fake, you know, is by like an ancient way of lighting yeah. the thing. Even though you've got, um, I'm tr- I'm trying to formulate the sentence that's in my head, <laughs> and it's really difficult. But no, um, I, I get what you're saying because obviously um, there's the whole modern medicine versus the exorcism yeah, side. Yeah, well, that's as yeah, well. that's kind of the most obvious version of it. But, but I just thought that was a really subtle introduction to that theme. Uh, because you know she she's had to light this candle. She goes up, and then she's interrupted by a, her granddad. Is it? No, her, yeah, I think he's like a house just a housekeeper. Because it, it's literally just her and the child and her assistant. And he comes then up with a, some servants. He comes up with a torch, stuff. and then that completely breaks the tension. And it's kind of like this. No, constant... I'm pretty sure the thing that breaks the tension is the fact that it turns into a flamethrower <laughs> for a split second. Like, <laughs> and and, and I, I guess that's one thing I quite like about the film is it, it's very good at setting up those jumpy moments. Yeah. Um, well, he's a comedy. He was a comedy writer. The guy, the guy who wrote the the setups are, are very good. Um, yeah, I could see again if I put myself back into nineteen seventy three in a cinema, not having seen anything like this for the first time, I would have jumped. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mm. like this is that generation's Serbian movie. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a table there, mate. <laughs> Against my table. <laughs> yeah. Chris is that angry about yeah. Serbian film? Punching stuff. <laughs> I know, it's literally going to turn it over in a minute. (laughs) 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 Yeah, um, yeah, uh, what happens then? I hate the way she speaks at the start of the film as well. Who? Who's she? Uh, Reagan. Linda Linda Blair's the child. Linda Blair's Reagan, yeah. yeah. Right, who's the mother? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Right, uh, Alien Burst. Chris McNeil, Alan Burstyn, yeah. Yeah, Chris. I hate the way that she speaks at the the start, because she's like... Oh, oh, yeah, and I'm like a bit of a Wendy Torrance. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it really wound me up. And that griddle, I'm just saying, is like my griddle of dreams. <laughs> I really want just a hot plate yeah. to make breakfast foods on. <laughs> Did anyone notice that she carries an unlit cigarette around with her all the time? I no, I didn't notice, but I did spot it a few times. Yeah, it's like, beside the bed all the time. Like, she's Dan, that's what, around with it Dan, that's what noticing it. is. No, not like that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it's like, yeah, it, it come up, but I didn't realise it was all the time. Or yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's frequent throughout the first half of the film, but they don't really make a point I'm of it. I'm going to drop you, there. Mike. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what what that is for. <laughs> <laughs> just, just something you noticed. Just something I noticed. That yeah. should have ended up on my list. Things <laughs> that my eyes did see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the, they have a really good relationship, um, Reagan and Chris, like mother and daughter. Mm, yeah. There seems to there seems to be like ad libbing going yeah, on with very them. much so actually. It's They're very, very kind of playful. Oh yeah, because they start off having that play fight, don't they? And rough and tumble on the the floor and. 
yeah. everything's all happy and nice and they have no well, idea that soon, yeah, that soon goes down the drain <laughs> did, anyone else, did anyone else find the buildings quite disorientating yeah the layout was hard to get like, hold of yeah and, 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 and like, I think it's kind of purposefully done almost uh, yeah, in a yeah, Kubrickian manner yeah. um, but um, like especially like the doctors because there were like three doors yeah the was... two were really close together and then he's like oh I'll just close this one it's like but that one's open like what what the fuck incidentally when they're at the do- the radiographers yeah. um, the radiographer's assistant um, turned out to be a real life serial killer fuck off <laughs> yeah no straight up um, his name's Paul Bateson um, yeah because that's not a serial killer name <laughs> no, yeah. that's well, nearly Bateman it needs, it needs another name <laughs> yeah. serial killer name that's true um, yeah he uh he, mm, no, yeah, he was known way. as the trash bag killer. Um, he was he was sentenced for one murder, but confessed to several. Jesus, yeah, like gay gay men, and he was a real radiographer too. Yeah, interesting. That's blown my mind. Yeah, well, he's natural That's priest amazing. as well, didn't they? I mean, the, the young priest at the end is his natural priest. Oh, really? As well. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, Paul Bateson. He's, he's mentioned on IMDb, but there's no picture. <laughs> um, just Google it. So if you Google him, you find a mugshot. Exactly. Paul That's almost Patrick Bateman. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, it's clearly not that famous. <laughs> there's another. There's another interesting. Um, it's it's kind of like a modern a modern sensibility, but there's almost like a the, the sort of like this analogy for a parent's fear of of their child being groomed, and and like I'll, I'll try and skirt around this as as, as much as I can, but. What I noticed was the way that she interacts with the Ouija board um, is almost like because because the 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 groomy as it were the demon doesn't want to talk to the the parent and then when she's like oh you know can he you know can he talk to me and she's yeah, like no no he doesn't he doesn't want you Mister Howdy doesn't want you to talk to him and it's like this you know you guys are parents and you know the feeling of like you know maybe not maybe not for you guys because you guys are a bit more tech savvy well, at least I thought you were until the last hour but um, <laughs> um, but yeah like the idea of you know your child is interacting with something or someone on a foreign device that yeah. you don't understand and there's nothing you can do and there's nothing you, there's, know, you yeah. have no power over it because you don't understand it oh, mate, I'm wire shark in my network when she's old enough to get onto it like I'm fully packing so you it. really want to hear your daughter at like 15 talking about blowjobs no Right. She shouldn't be. She shouldn't even know who that fucking is. <laughs> and I, she won't. I'm really hoping she's lesbian. Do you really honest. want to hear your daughter at 15 talking about eating other girls out? It would make me less uncomfortable. Really? Okay. What? That's that's a weird. I don't want to think about dicks in my daughter's mouth. <laughs> but you're fine with pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say that. <laughs> There's no right. good word. <laughs> we're taking that and we're placing it out of context, <laughs> either at the start or end of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I hate my life. I'm going back to Romania. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, that's the fella there. Ah, uh, yeah, amazing. But yeah, there, there, there's 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 another there's another whole kind of theory behind the film that it's it's got something to do with sort of. Um, What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of sexual abuse. Child molestation. Um, yeah, because she she. I'll try and be as quick as I can. I don't know if we're going to put a trigger warning or not. Um, skip ahead the next sort of I don't know four hours. No, Mike. Like two minutes. I'm not <laughs> going to really go on into it much. But she, you know, as as someone who's literally is trained to spot people who've been victims of of sexual abuse, 
Uh, she acts out in a lot of ways that children are traditionally known to, to act out when they've been sexually abused, such as the swearing and placing foreign objects inside her and pissing themselves and the aggression towards the op- the opposite sex. Yeah. Um, they're all classic signs that someone's been... They are. I wonder if that's just looking at it through modern eyes. Do you know, I was literally just thinking the same thing because yeah. it's not even alluded to. Like, it, yeah, it's not at all. No, no it's they, they go fully down the mental um, and like brain side of things. Yeah. There's an issue. Yeah, yeah. I, th- like, I, feel like, I feel like that's just. Like, it's not my. Skin. It's not my theory. No, um, no, no. We get not that. to yeah. not to go. <laughs> well, I've discovered it. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, unlike my theory about The Shining, which I never heard anyone fucking talk about. <laughs> anyway, because it's shit. Shut <laughs> both your fucking whore mouths. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. That, that's that's that over. Now you can come back. Yeah. Cheers. I, I would say it's all going to be light and fluffy, but <laughs> there's nothing light and fluffy about this film or podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one of us is quite fluffy. My brain is a bit cotton woolly tonight. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I suppose we get into the the medical side of things, and which I don't. Uh, oh, the sound of that, like, um, what's that fucking machine called? Oh, um, the MR- uh, MRI machine. Yeah. Mm. Um, the sound of that is again really intrusive and really loud. And, yeah. But it would like they they're supposed. I've not had one, but they're supposed to be. Really oh my god! The fucking camera down the throat. Yeah, through oh, the yeah. throat. Mm. Fuck, that was horrible. <laughs> I wonder yeah. what happened then. <laughs> <laughs> literally just hell. Um, another another weird weird thing to mention. Um, I don't know enough about decorating, but the decor didn't <laughs> appear to be very seventies. It seemed um, to be this kind of out of place. Yeah, was I? When was the film supposed to be set? Was it supposed to be set I in the seventies? I think it was modern day. Yeah, because yeah. The, the wardrobe was very seventies, mm. and the camera equipment they were using on the film within the film very modern for that time. Yeah, uh, and, I, and, they, and they didn't make any mention of you know time. So, yeah, so you're right. left to assume yes, yeah. it's modern day. Yeah, okay. Because I feel the like doesn't um, seem very seventies. No, but when was you born? This is. <laughs> This is, it's an old house, I think. Yeah. It, I got the impression it's an old house. And it's not hers, so... Okay, that's fair. I wonder if, if it's just... But it left. seems like everyone's house is... Is, is now, of... yeah. I mean, even... This house was built in 1971, and even we had to scrape... I, I was going to say, off. you can get in, move yeah. into houses that still yeah. have the... But I, I, feel, I feel like, because it's such a, almost a period house, mm. like, like the decor maybe was just kept... Less garish. Yeah. Plus, I don't know. In the, in in America, was the decor as garish as it was in I had, this country? I had one. Of, I had one of those moments with a with a client recently. It's a husband that taught his. Uh, he wants his wife to learn how to play drums so they can start a family band. Ah. Oh. Um, but I walked in the house <laughs> and I was like, Osmonds. basically, basically a fucking like a mansion. And I went in and they, they had, like they carpeted. And I was like, oh yeah, they've got a lovely house. She was like. Yeah, when we moved in, they had these horrible hardwood floors, and I was like, "What?" No. She was like, "Yeah," and they had mahogany on the walls and stuff. It was so eighties, we had to get rid of it. I was like, "No!" Jesus, I was so right. upset. I was so upset. Some people shouldn't be allowed to own houses. <laughs> <laughs> it made me so, I was That's so angry. Disgusting. Get rid of hardwood. Floors. I know. I know. Like the carpet was soft, in fairness, but like. I bet it was a nice hardwood floor as well. I bet uh, it was, yeah. <laughs> or it, probably not, and it just needed a bit of TLC to bring yeah, it right but up. but even and... then, like, with a nice hardwood floor, you want it to look a bit battered. Well, yeah. Nice and used. 
Yeah. Anyway, we watch The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for ceilings and windows. Oh, yeah, that was an extraordinary amount of time to give to the decor of the house. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, then they have that party full of assholes. Yeah. Oh, singing around singing the piano. Around the oh, piano. my God. Although, got... the one comedic moment is the drunk... Uh, is it Burke? I think his name is... Is that the director? Oh, it's that, hilarious. The, that prick that just keeps going on about that guy being a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> prick, that's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's like, I bet you ain't bowling with Goebbels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the person I would be speaking to. That guy's a douchebag, man. <laughs> you would not want him at your party. Yeah, what compared to the rest? Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather have boring people than horrible races. Personally, I don't know. About you. I fucking hate Nazis. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm well, good because you're supposed to hate Nazis. What do you mean you're kidding? No, just more that he wasn't supposed to. I, I have no opinion. I hate Nazis. No, just kidding. Yeah, that's when Reagan turns up while they're all being wankers around the piano, pisses herself and says, you're going to die up there. <laughs> I would have scared the shit out of you. It's not massively... D- does he mention he's an astronaut at that point? Who? The guy. No. What guy? Oh, okay. In the novel, he's he's an astronaut. Who? The the older guy that that um, Reagan talks to. You know, she says, you're going to die up there. I, yeah, but she's just talking to a group of people. I don't know if she's... I she was no, she was she's Well, then they don't mention he's... An, if, so if he's an astral, that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I assume she meant up there, as in in the bedroom, no, 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 later no, no. on. No, no, so, yeah. no. There's a specific no, that guy may, yeah. she's aiming it at. She's what? talking to the. Yeah. She's talking. If you uh, wiki it, because no, I could be. I could, but they I was looking in the synopsis. Have, they probably should have put something about him being an astronaut. Yeah. In there, you, I even thought to myself at the time. I, I, well, what, what, well, I, yeah. I assumed it was some kind of foreshadowing for later on, because I thought she was talking to the priest because he's the one playing the piano. But then I remember oh, that he? he doesn't actually die up there. Yeah, is that him? Yeah, that's party boy priest. That's the party priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's playing. He's playing. a friend. Yeah, he's the one playing the piano and schmoozing everybody. Oh. And that's okay. who I thought she was talking to, and like foreshadowing it for later on, like you're going to die up, yeah, yeah. No, up there as in upstairs in the bedroom. It does fixate on the, the guy in like the grey suit or whatever. And yeah, he's the a, sort of apologises, said, oh, I'm really sorry about that. And no, he's no, like, he's, oh, a, no, don't worry he's about an it. astronaut. Fuck, I wonder if there's some shit cut out there then. Because Maybe. Well, I'm, I'm sure I saw a reference to it in the film. You I, might don't have done. The, I mean, I, I, I watched the 25th anniversary edition, which was about 12 or 30 minutes longer. Oh, yeah. And I, there's, I, I, it was pretty obvious oh, to me watching that that he was all. aiming it at this guy, and maybe and, I sneezed and or something. And he'd yeah. already, that had already been at least alluded to. Speaking oh, of that, um, added scenes, when he did the, um, he did like a fortieth anniversary of the book, right? And he just wrote in an extra scene <laughs> just because he could. It was like, yeah, I'll do a second draft of it, and cleared up the prose apparently, and and gave some new dialogue. But yeah, there's a, there's another scene where. Um, one of the priests, because obviously, um, Karras. Yeah. Karras? Did yeah. I get that right? Did yeah. I get a name yeah. right the yeah. first yeah. time? Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, his role, it's not, it, obviously, it's it's explained, but not massively. He is like the, he's the psychologist for priests. Yeah, that's right, yeah. He is um, also a priest. Yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, but he's like but he's a psychologist a, for priests. Yeah, and apparently, that um, is explained. In this scene, someone, come, someone comes up to him um, and sort of starts talking about you know that he's he says like you you look like you run ragged man yeah. you know like you know hope everything's okay and they have this long talk and then he just kind of goes um you want to leave the mackenzies alone 
and then he keeps like furrowing his brow and he keeps going like no you want to leave the Mackenzies alone and his brow sort of like becomes one and it's sort of his eyes start melting or something so he's like um, it's like the demon communicating with him again going leave the Mackenzies alone who are the Mackenzies? Uh, might not but you're completely wrong it's not the Mackenzies <laughs> uh, whoever they are the O'Dowls the O'Donnells you mean the family I'm literally terrible at names I cannot Unless they're wearing a cape and tights. McNeil. The McNeils. Yeah, not, not the McKenzie's. Leave the McNeils alone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Fuck it. I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm so shockingly yeah, bad. Yeah, Cal, because he's also having a, he's having a crisis of faith. Mm. Mm. Which is good because he's really, he's like the, the audience substitute because you're kind of like, yeah. is this happening? Isn't it happening? Um is it just going to turn out to be some kind of fucking that conversation that conversation they have is amazing Who? when it, when um he walks in to finally sort of find out what's wrong with reagan right and then he's like um he's like oh tell me your name and then they they have like this chat and then and then he goes he's like oh i'm i'm Karis. and then she's like i'm the devil and he's like Cool. So now, now we know each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he does the thing with the. Oh, I think it might be a little bit later, but does the thing with the drawer, and he's like, "Oh, I'll do that again." Yeah. Although he's yeah. he's playing it cool because he doesn't believe it at, the, yeah. at that point because obviously yeah. he's leaning more into his psychology brain. I think because... that was a cool that was a cool line delivered by Reagan though when he's like, "She's like loosen the straps," and he's like, "Surely well, he you could just you break, break out of them. it." Yeah. She's, she's like, said... "It would be such a vulgar display yeah, of power." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all right. Uh, yeah. There's another really cool line uh, that feeds into the whole wind analogy um, that I wrote that I wrote down. It's a, li- a little bit further on. Um, it says, um, "A draft in the fall um, in a hot in a hot house." Oh, nice. And it's so uh, it. Uh, I guess it means like you know you've got a house back in then when you had like heating via fire. Yeah. And if you got a draft in the wrong, you know, in the wrong way, then it would start a fire. But I just like the idea that, you know, you've got the, the analogy of fire and wind and hell and a wind demon. And you know, I thought it was an interesting line yeah. stuck out to me. I remember the line and I can't remember who said it, but yeah, um, it felt like it was said with some uh, reason or yeah. for purpose. Rather than just just more dialogue for the sake of it. Yeah. Well, Karis is dealing with a lot of helplessness at that point. Anyway, yeah, so he's got to he deal is. with it, with his, uh, his, his mother, mother and stuff like that. Who actually apparently is one of the nine people who genuinely died. The actress. Oh really? Like, on, fuck. During the film. So that scene where she's she coming up through the subway. Yeah. You know, probably a lot. Scene. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. And the uh, I, I, I keep going. Let's like the book. But his <laughs> his mum died. That's why he he was able to kind of really talk about how the grief affected okay. affected him. Same thing with J.K. Rowling. What she was a wizard. Well, that's why the Harry Potter books get progressively darker because after her mum died, she just got really dark. Oh right, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, neither did I. Worked in her favour, so yeah, fucking did, didn't it? <laughs> fucking did. Yeah, she's uh, doing all right. Where are we? Um, so uh, the the priest has um, met. The, the demon, or oh, that we, uh, do we do we talk about his mum dying at all? Because we just have Chris said it briefly, but like because <laughs> he goes to well, what was there to cover? She died. Well, because it, it, it you know it's all part of his thing, isn't it? Like his story arc. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because then party priest goes along to his place and finds him drunk <laughs> off his face. <laughs> Jesus, Judge <ju-ju-> Jesus. <laughs> 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 
I'd go to church. Let's totally take it in. Whatever serious note was going just then. Thanks, Mike. It's like that. Party, party priest is... Uh, Not my fault. Ellie's thing. <laughs> and he said, let there be light. LED lights. And techno. <laughs> this is my wicked spilt for you. Love it. This is my E delivered to you. <laughs> uh, it's got weird. Isn't it? It's got the same. Yeah, <laughs> is it the fucking second episode where we've Where's randomly Choo-choo mentioned gone? we've randomly mentioned ecstasy? That was last episode. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is it's the second episode where we've randomly started talking about E? Don't do drugs, kids, unless they're legal. <laughs> unless they're E, do E. Everyone, <laughs> everyone should do ecstasy at least once. At least once in their life. Yeah, it will open your You're mind. Seriously, like, missing out. Oh my god. <laughs> But anyway, I feel like it's an us and them with the team. Yeah, I feel like it might be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Chris has been derailing us quite a lot. I didn't want to say anything. But... I still want to know what happened last episode, but that's for another. We listened to it. I did. Oh. But you cut most of it out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, back on track. Um, so he's, he's met the demon. Um, and then he goes with the recording um, side of things. And, yeah. Because he, he says, oh. Um, th- does she speak in foreign languages? Because that's a sign of possession. Because obviously, how can you know something yeah. all of a sudden that you didn't know before? Um, brain aneurysm. Brain aneurysm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's those people, isn't there? That, yeah. Um, have an issue and can speak Chinese or, or, or people. Whatever. Yeah, or people that have had like um, uh, strokes or something, or like bad head injuries, and then suddenly they can speak Mandarin. Yeah, it's fucking weird. But that's not what's happening here. No. Well, well the doctors just... seem to think it is. Yeah. Aren't they dicks? Like, <laughs> the, 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 they really are. They're like, oh, that's not working, so we'll take her in again and we'll just pump her full of more this, that, and the other. And yeah. the woman's like despaired and her kid has been through all sorts of tests. And they're like, no, 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 it's nothing. We'll just have to try something else. Like, really, you're now playing process of elimination with my child. Yeah. Not yeah. Having and it that. looks painful. And you've already cut her throat and stuffed a camera down Also, there. can we just go to the... It's a lot just of go, blood. Go back a little it's bit. It's really not very professional. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. It's just going, whoa, dude. <laughs> Holy fuck, you've hit an artery, I think. <laughs> can we just go back a little bit? They're doing the tests on her head. And then, he, and then he's like, you know, obviously she swore and, and she's all upset because she's like, leave my goddamn cunt alone. <laughs> What's he doing with it? He's like, he's, it was like a psychological evaluation. Uh, maybe he was in the pre Are you upset too. when I do this? You are? Okay, that's normal. No, that's good. Like, what? Then you should be. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'd be the same. Yeah. If I said, oh, doctor, I've got a bit of a headache. He's like, all right, drop trail. We're like, uh, no. Do they not do that then? Yeah, but then obviously they get back and that's when it starts, things start to seriously escalate. Escalate. I, it, I know it's a really weird detail. Oh, I said that weird. But <laughs> did anyone else feel really uncomfortable at how dry her lips Yeah, it's like I wanted to lick my lips <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Oh, man, I was like, how have they done that? Yeah, I ended up with sore lips for watching it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was licking my lips then. That's that weird. Well, oh, she had all sorts of tubes and stuff attached to her head, and God knows what. And they were, you know, because it was uh, it was uh, it was a specific. It was a pea soup, but it was a specific brand. Apparently, they went through all the brands, and only this one brand was good enough for this oh, for, right. for a vomit. But yeah, she had all these tubes and stuff, and apparently she couldn't close her mouth. And no, stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised though. Like they, they hid that really well, and again, like with the archery scene. It, 
like obviously there's a tube coming up and spraying it out, but again, it's shocking yeah. too. Yeah. But that pea soup bit that was supposed to hit him in the chest. Yeah, he deliberately hit him in the yeah, face. But it hit him in the face yeah. by accident. So that look of disgust where he's trying to wipe it off his face is genuine. Nice. Yeah. Can you explain the scene where he's like he gets he gets out his cloth and touches her with it, and then she just goes goes. It's a priest man. That's what they do. <laughs> and then. Karis has to go into the bathroom to wash it, wash it yeah, off. Yeah. And then he puts it back on and he's like, oh! I don't understand <laughs> that. Ectoplasm. And no, and, and I've tried to look at an analysis specifically of that scene and I can't find anyone who's found There's, anything wrong with it. There is definitely some weird bits that happen in that film. Like yeah. that, I mean, not just weird as in uh, about possession weird, but like, why? And like, how? Like, yeah. when the priest falls out of the window and then falls down the steps... Oh, at the end of the film, the window's miles away from <laughs> steps. Uh, yeah, I, did, I read something about that as well. They actually, did, they, they built uh, like a fake uh, wing to the building. Um, okay. So it made it believable oh, that he bounced. Because it's about 40 it feet from the top of the steps. It doesn't yeah. make it believable. <laughs> <laughs> well, kudos to that stuntman. Holy shit. <laughs> Apparently the whole steps were coated in rubber as well. It was like two inch thick rubber oh. all the way down them. So. He could throw himself down. Oh, what down. a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was all impressed. Yeah, if only he'd even thrown himself down yeah. some stairs like a real man. Hey, I know a stunt man, and he definitely would have chucked himself down the steps like a real man. There was a lot of injury as well. <laughs> there were quite a lot of injuries sustained as well on set. Uh, Linda Blair uh, suffered a, uh, an Stump injury. Tight. Uh, and um, she what's suffered her name? a tube down her throat. <laughs> cut her throat <laughs> And uh, Ellen, Chris McNeil, um, suffered a spinal injury as well. There's a point at which she's thrown away. Uh, yes. And she lands. She, she actually damaged her coccyx. And the, and the scream that she gives out is apparently is a genuine scream. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. I mean, Linda Blair had a back injury as well. Uh, when The scene where she's uh, sitting up and throwing herself back on the bed. Yeah. The start was on a rig and the rig broke and she got a back injury. I'm not surprised. That's proper violent, the yeah. way she's going backwards. How her neck did Yeah. You also, all the effects of this movie. Incredible. Outstanding. Yeah. I know, right? Incredible. That's why it's aged so well. Because yeah. And apparently Practical the... Practical um, effects, man. Practical effects. Apparently the blue and the Blu-ray... I've got the Blu-ray. Um, so ...is like painstakingly restored. Yes, it is. And they didn't... Up, doing the after effects like Good. they do like they're doing like Star Trek for example Star Wars like the whole uh, yeah. remaster that yeah yeah less said about that the better <laughs> yeah Touching so uh, so yeah but the practical effects are, are phenomenal yeah so good they really are even the even, makeup effects she even looked... right down to her head spinning oh like, they created an entire oh, dummy no. yeah dude that's game over at that point possessed or not your head spins around 360 degrees yeah. you ain't coming back from that no you're I, fucking dead looks like I'm out of the room yeah, actually, that older priest got him on nerves. He was proper like. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that was why. That, that, that was some good face. dialogue. So, right, if, if, and action. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, uh, he was too, too Catholic for my liking. He was too much of a priest. Can someone explain the whole why he kept talking about going to see a film and would name actors and actresses? And then... Oh, the cops are total movie buff. That was awesome. I love that. But then they'll go, oh, I've seen it. Like, completely. Like, what was the point of those, <laughs> yeah, why those interactions? shutting him down? There was some weird shit like that. Like, when the, you know, at the beginning when she's at, on the film set. 
Like, why do we need to see that scene? It's completely uh, irrelevant. And not just that, they, they, they show um, Father Keris in the... I think and he's, he's crowd. weirdly grinning Yeah, he's all shit. smiling yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's so <laughs> she walk, like She goes to scene and then they cut to him walking off in the distance yeah, and give him like, one, one last step backwards. <laughs> one minute he's having the time of his life as an extra and the next minute he's wandering... But if he's an extra, stay for when they're actually filming. <laughs> not then suddenly walk off and give some longing look like, oh, I wish I was there. You was there! <laughs> I like it when the cop meets him and he says, ah, yeah, I, they said I'd see you and I'd know you were because you look like a boxer. Why? Because you dress like Rocky when you when he's jogging. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, because he had his hoodie up yeah, and Yeah, because other than and... that, what the fuck does a boxer look like? They, they've only got gloves on. Yeah, I'm also like not, I'm not old enough to know what those references were to. He's like, you look like... No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I didn't no. get that either. And then he left me with, I lied. You look like... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I totally didn't get that either. <laughs> Oh, and stepped over, in and I went, I'm not Googling that. I'm just going to accept that that's going to happen. Same, yeah. I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. Except I'm not that generation. It's something like you watch like American comedies and then they'll be like, nah, 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 nah. and you're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. What? Oh. Family Guy does that quite a lot. Family Guy yeah. does that a lot. A lot yeah. Bless. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, Tubular Bells, I fucking hate that. What? I hate it. You hate Tubular Bells? Tubular Bells. No. Shut up. Do you know what? Like Tubular Bells 1 and Tubular Bells 2 are like the biggest con in music history because they're exactly the fucking same. Right. Hang on. Like, Son, have you listened to the actual album? Or no, being a dickhead? shit. I don't want to. Right, well, stop being a dickhead then because <laughs> fucking, the Tubular Bells album is actually fucking brilliant. <laughs> no, it's and it goes, it's really not, good. Yeah, it does. It goes into like, it sort of blends like this electronic and folk music and becomes this weird proggy mess of no, nice. No, shut no, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> you are wrong. Right, Chucky you Hands, no, you're now witnessing a first. I know. Me and Mike actually agree on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like in Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> yeah. where Goku and Vegeta find an enemy that's stronger than them and they have oh, to fight them together. I fucking love Vegetas. <laughs> 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 Chicken Fajitas. Steak Fajitas. All those Fajitas. I love them. I love them. You can tell you've skipped a meal. You had a protein shake instead. Yeah, I can smell it. You... Oh, sorry. See, back in my day, a protein shake was what you call a wank. <laughs> I still do. Oh, okay. What did you think I was talking about? Oh. So what was you drinking? Guess. <laughs> <laughs> the protein. Oh, is that one when we called you from the kitchen? You went, I'm coming! <laughs> Dan was watching me, I was right here. <laughs> makes, a, makes a lot of sense now. Total sense, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the ending the ending did kind of confuse me. It had like this fucking happy days feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you just yeah. witnessed something. Like- like the end of an original Star Trek episode with all that happening and clapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like you. Yeah. Like, obviously, these fucking horrendous things happened, and you could have had this really broody. Because this was still the period of time where movies didn't really know how to end um, because Star Wars hadn't happened. So. You could have had a really brooding, like, taxi well, driver-esque... Star Wars literally <laughs> didn't know how to end. It's still going on. <laughs> That's true. Shut well, up. he did know how to end, and now they're restarting it. Yeah, well, like, Lucas didn't know how to end it, but right. he just kept carrying on, going anyway, back to it. Let's fucking make it again. Anyway, <laughs> um, it could have had like, this really cool, brooding, like, taxi driver-esque ending. You know, you could have had, you could have just panned over the city <laughs> or whatever. It could have been, like, this really cool, like, reflective piece. But like you're like Karis dies and then ever like it just ends like a TV movie. Well, Karis kills himself because Karis. Well, does he? Oh, and then someone that priest. 
<laughs> Please try to give him CPR. But he's just dead, so he's he's just beating a corpse. Yeah, like, yeah. Literally just punching a well, corpse. Well, there's a there's a bit there's a bit. I don't know whether you you know this, but um, in there's a Bible story where there's these people that are possessed with demons, and then Jesus casts the demons out into pigs, and then the pigs throw themselves off a cliff and okay. die. So it's probably in uh, an um, not an allegory. What's the word? I'm Analogy, like analogy. a homage to yeah. that. Um, so, so he, you know, as a priest, you know a lot of the Bible stories. So you probably thought, well, my life isn't important anymore. My mum's dead. I've got a drinking problem. I look like when I should look like. Yeah. So I can't believe we've talked about this whole film without talking about the cross bit. Does it need talking about? Let that? Jesus fuck you. Hang on. <laughs> I'm not finished. So he throws himself out the window, right? And then and then she turns back into like normal. And then they're like, oh my God, brilliant. Then the crowd appear, right? Okay, that's fine. But then it's just like, it just ends. Everyone's like, oh, we're going to go see a movie. Well, and you're like, what the it fuck? It ends after that fucking priest that did absolutely nothing comes along and takes credit for everything. <laughs> well, you say it, it, like she turns back to normal, but she's... Curled up in a corner, screaming and crying for her mummy. So. Yeah, but not by the end. She's kind of they just go off in the car and everything's all hunky dory, isn't it? Yeah, uh, with the huge like open wounds that she's got to her vagina. Oh, so yeah. that, <laughs> that, that, and the fact that her head twisted around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, that's okay now. Yeah, and yet she's still got the marks on her face, like the scarring. Of course, she has. But her head turned around three hundred and six <laughs> degrees, and that's fine. Did it turn around for you? Or are we going to go into some weird subject? Or is she of... an owl? <laughs> <laughs> she does have big eyes. She could be an owl. I mean, I'm not saying your theory's correct, but she does have big eyes. I'll go with the owl. She's an owl. Uh, um... Hashtag, she's an owl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. The end. Really weird. Yeah. It just kind of loses all it. Like, I haven't read the book, so. Maybe. I try to allude to the fact she has no memory of it, but then I make it well, quite clear. No, they. She does when I, when she well, she actually like says. The, the mother actually says she doesn't have no memory of yeah. it. Yeah, but then I make a point of zooming in on his car. Yeah. She's like, fuck, my neck hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the opposite. She's like, oh, I've never felt so. <laughs> yeah, does it so only <laughs> that crick in my neck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, love, I love that it's freezing cold in the room and you can see her breath. Yeah. But only that hers. That was a real thing. You could know you know when the priests at the end when they're getting when they're closer to her. Yeah, as yeah, it's yeah. getting worse and worse. So they actually refrigerated the entire room. Really? Yeah, that's real. That's awesome. Yeah, like they were actually fucking freezing. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, how else would you do it? That's true, yeah. actually. Yeah, seventies. How would you have done that? Mm. Well, they went above and beyond. They did. They but really that's did. why it's such a good film because they spent time on the details. Yeah, and yeah. practical effects. Yeah, they yeah. win hands down every time. Prime okay. example: Alien, the Aliens franchise. Like, Alien Resurrection is god awful because the aliens CGI and it's really bloody obvious. Yeah. Or you take a, the the first film from nineteen seventy nine with the practical alien suit, absolutely yeah. fucking brilliant. That's why yep. the original um, Spider Man doesn't hold up anymore. Uh, what the Toby Maguire yeah, Sam Raimi one yeah. never held up in my eyes in the first place. What? Uh, no, come on, dude. Don't. I mean, not that's the disingenuous. third one, obviously, but the first two are great. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was a bit like. Uh. You know, they tried to. Um... So I guess this is a film that um, we're, we're going to say get watched. Oh, I've absolutely yeah. fucking lately. Definitely. I'd be surprised if you haven't seen it already. Like, I, I feel yeah. like this is another film. Yeah, if you're listening to a horror podcast, you've almost certainly seen The Exodus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there might be some other people that don't like the film, though. There might be. As we uh, get out our machetes, put on our pith helmets, 
and enter the Amazonian jungle of comments. Right, I'm loading, loading up to see if we can... <laughs> oh, here's one. <laughs> Go um, on, Paul. Zachari- Zachari- Zacharias, one star, boring and dull, spelt with one L. <laughs> Despite being the scariest film of its time and so spoken of, I found it neither scary nor to have a decent plot to it. You watched it in 2016, dickhead. Fucking Bo- boring and dull, again with one L. Boring and dual. Um, <laughs> here's one, I think. Um, T- Timothee David Osloco. I haven't read That's it yet. A hair product. Yes, yeah, what it sounds like. <laughs> it's new Timothee with David Osloco technology. Keeps you shiny and fresh. Um, starts well, building up good tension with the exotic set, exotic setting and foreshadowing. Sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, fuck yourself. Eventually falls apart into schlock. In the midst of that, there are many boring, drawn-out scenes with boring characters that lead to tepid situations in uninteresting locations. Are you sure you like What's this? the most tepid situation you've ever been in? don't really know. I fell asleep in the bath once and I woke up incredibly tepid. I've done that. It's awful. No, no it? I wake up all wrinkled and a little bit cold. So That's tepid. Freezing. I don't even have a bath tepid anymore. Just... I don't have a shower. Yeah, I don't have a bath. I have a giant shower, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are five foot three. I am so... huge. I am a huge man. <laughs> no, you're a human. That's what you are. Am I? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. This guy's got good vocabulary, I'll give him that. So, the actual possession is cartoonish and purel. 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 Speaking of which. That everyone ever found this scary is scary in itself. It seems that only demons with IQs worse than a troglodyte are tasked with possessions. Surely a thinking, intelligent being with motives can be more sub- subtle or tactile than what this film presents. Hollywood is very childish when it comes to possession horror films, constantly condescending to the audience with stupid, shallow writing and direction. Don't watch it, it's boring. Oh, this one's fucking annoying. C. Boyle. Utter tripe. I hate that term, tripe. (laughs) I fucking hate that. How I'm going to point out every mistake in this fucking <laughs> sentence. How, right, starts off, how, no no capital letter, how any one, one, the actual one, <laughs> so he's 12, can say this film is scary is beyond me. Two commas for some reason. <laughs> no space. It's, no comma. More of a comedy, full stop, no capital I. I'm a huge horror fan and Exorcist, no capital E, no the... Has to be one, the letter, of the crappiest films I've ever sat through. Spelled T-H-R-U. <laughs> yeah, so he's like... He and a lad's have an opinion. 14 years old. <laughs> Learn some grammar, you fucking hack. And two people found this helpful. <laughs> two people found that helpful. <laughs> Which part? His friends, Kevin, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so Okay, so the first... I've just noticed there's eight comments. Um, so the first one is, I wouldn't really worry about his comments. I find that many trolls have accidentally escaped from Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and they're finding their way into trying to annoy people with stupid comments on forums and review sections of online stores. Ignore them and the trolls will vanish. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> I like the troll. <laughs> I don't think this is a trolley comic. I think this is just an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah. yeah. He's picked it up from CEX. He's still got the CEX bag that he wears. This yeah, guy's. A bag. Yeah, he's a huge horror fan. He's probably seen Final Destination. He's, got, <laughs> he's seen four of them. <laughs> yeah, actually. Well, like it's it's funny. Like, one of the other ones is so, what better films do you. Uh, wish to list for everyone which you think are far superior to The Exorcist please enlighten us like Has he you answered? Made... yeah no oh it's such a shame oh, oh no hold on oh, Final Destination answer. 1 Final Destination 2 <laughs> Saw 1 Saw 5 <laughs> Saw 7 what the Saw franchise Hostel 3 god Damn blessing to the horror genre. <laughs> oh, so he has replied. You, bad writing again, but I'm not going to do what Paul did. Um, obviously, you can't count either. I'm not the only one saying it's crap. So where you get 99.9% is puzzling. No wonder you think it's a scary film. You're such what a reasoning is that? Who is this guy? Is, I think we should just find this guy's reviews for everything. Clicking <laughs> <laughs> on the screen, read his out. This is a this is a this is a new feature on top of a new feature. We're and I'm, f- I'm here for it. This is the regular segment, bully C boy, <laughs> who who doesn't use capital letters in his name. Oh dear God! Incidentally. <laughs> Have you got? Has he got any of the other films that we've we've, we've reviewed? Uh, no, I'm just looking. God, I hope so. See no evil. <laughs> um, untraceable pathology. Pathology is brilliant. So basically, all these films he's rating really highly are terrible films. Go down. Paranormal Activity three. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Um, Why would you spend time to review that? Twilight Saga, he's put us five stars. Well, there we go. There we go. This is technically bullying. His his opinion is void. (laughs) Stage left. What a twat basket. I do like the later Twilight films. All right, mate. They're the best vampire films. They're the best vampire films ever made. No, the boys. All, All of the fucking vampires should be sparkly. (laughs) <laughs> dude you're, you're so wrong no I'm not with your opinions no like most people and other things take the piss out of sparkly vampires because they are shit look right let me tell you right if you want to watch Don't... a proper proper vampire film which tells the story no I can't even carry on <laughs> vamp starring Alice Cooper yeah just drop it or go watch the Lost Boys <laughs> Uh, cool. Right. Well, that's that's our foray into the Amazonian <laughs> jungle. How has he rated my bottle? Very funny. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Ah, oh, look at this bottle. No. I bought this with the ghost salt and pepper pots from my friend's Xmas prize. I actually hate this guy. You said why? It sounds like your friend. <laughs> did you well, get that bottle? Did, did I you get mean dad? No. <laughs> did you? Did I'm you? Your friend. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> friend. Uh, all caps. <laughs> Bad. He's a relative of Trump. Right. Okay. We need to leave him alone. In all fairness, he's obviously not a troll because, like, he's got lots of uh, reviews. He's taken the time to review most of his yeah. purchases. He's he's totally a troll. As in, he lives. He, the guy's just got no taste or sense of reality. <laughs> um, and I would love to meet him in the street and just point and laugh at him in an awesome way. Oh, Eden Lake. What's he said about Eden Lake? I fucking love that. Three film. stars. Why has he written horror with five question marks? <laughs> horror? 
<laughs> I think the more question marks, the more incredulously and high your voice has to go at the end. Horror, horror, horror. <laughs> What's he written about it? So what? Uh, so he's put. Don't know. What Sorry, we're... chocolate hams. It's just evolved into a chat. <laughs> that you're privy to. Welcome. Don't know what all the hype is about with this film. This is uh, Eden Lake. Most reviews say it's disturbing, shocking, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I didn't <laughs> think it was disturbing. Last House on the Left is disturbing. Wait, Last House <laughs> on the Left is total shit. <laughs> Eden Lake is fucking terribly disturbing. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? He should be on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and his equilibrium is a five stars. I wouldn't go as five. Right. It's a good film. <laughs> this film, uh, this fucking podcast episode is going to be like The Exorcist. Fuck Sea Boil. <laughs> okay, so I've actually I've found his um, episode Last Boyle. House on the Left extended version review. Go on. He's giving it one star. What? <laughs> what the fuck? This what? film is absolutely brutal. To put it ni- put it nicely. Don't watch it. Gave me nightmares for weeks on end. Is this guy 12? <laughs> Shows a disturbing rape scene of a 16-year-old girl. Totally no need for it. <laughs> What's the point of the film? <laughs> it's called shock. <laughs> you, know, you, you go and watch your Harry Potter and things like that and leave the, the, the films to us grown-ups, OK? It's a terrible film. Right, OK. Right, let's move it on. See, boy, you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Don't let the door hit your ass on the way. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers for that, Sea Boyle, you utter trumpet. Yeah. Um, so I've taken to just using inanimate objects as as ways to uh, insult people. So That's I called you, I called you a nugget on Twitter today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've tagged you because I couldn't remember what yours was, <laughs> but I've just put this absolute nugget has been has been playing around with computers for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> the, next, the next after horror might not come out this week. It's like when he answers you tomorrow, he'll have 15 exclamation marks on the end. <laughs> well, at least it's not five question marks. <laughs> Dick. So, uh, so, yeah, obviously get it watched. Um, oh, absolutely. Get it, get it watched. watched. And if you don't agree with us, then have a yell yeah, at know. our Twitter. Let us know. Uh, the Twitter is after horror. At After Horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at After Horror. No, just hold up your phone, fo- open Twitter, hold up your phone and just say After Horror and your phone will do the rest. Yeah, if it's a good phone. Yeah. And if you see Boyle. And if you say, hey Siri first. Sorry, I've just started all your series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Show me midget porn. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri. <laughs> Show to me, I can respond to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, we've, she got shitty. She got really narky, didn't she? Oh, Fucking shit. hell. We weren't talking to you. Hey Siri, show me midget porn. There we go. That's going to spark everyone's... Uh, so what does That's going to show up my search. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri, show me midget porn. That's brilliant. I don't know how to respond to that. Neither do most people. Uh, when it comes to Mike. Neither will I when my wife sees that in my search history. <laughs> She's like, am I not short enough for you? Yeah. <laughs> She's quite short. If you can't, if you don't have Twitter, you should get it because it's good. It's also really aggressive and the cesspool of hate. Um, like this podcast. Like this podcast. Like a Pantera <laughs> album. Like, like how we feel about Sea Boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram at After Horror Podcast. 
um, Facebook at After Horror Podcast, which you should go and have a look at because it's fucking good. No, yeah. Facebook is tripe. No, so. we got me- we got messaged by someone who wanted to do an interview. I think we might be doing a that. Few, at some actually, point. Yeah, yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, yeah. So um, t- tell them to contact us on a proper social yeah, media. We, <laughs> we might we might have a couple of little bonus interview episodes coming little up. Little boner interviews. Yeah, yeah. If, um, we're gonna, Has it got midget porn in it? Might have. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do so, that. So. Um, if you want to get in contact with us via like for business stuff, you can sponsor an episode for fifteen English pounds, um, and we'll do some segments about you and we'll talk about you. It'd be lovely. I just think there's two pints um, of beer. Like that, that's nothing. You, yeah, that, that's yeah. And all you're doing is covering the cost of it, 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 the cost of it being up really on iTunes. Uh, so it'd be lovely if you could we'll give you massive shouts out. Uh, yeah, and yeah. We well, really... You can use it as a like you know if you want to give a shout out to someone, then chuck us fifteen quid. Just give us money. Like, we, we don't we, give what, us money. We don't care what you need us to do for it. Like we are literally, <laughs> <laughs> we're literally happy to prostitute ourselves. Well, you then you get those sweet sweet Dan nudes. For yeah. 15. I mean, we're, we're trying to avoid going the Patreon route desperately. Yeah, because that's just. I mean, I've well, got no can, problem can with it. Can we do it. a Kickstarter? They've got issues with it. <laughs> I don't have an issue I, with it. I don't it. have an issue, really. It's just uh, we'd have to create more content. and Yeah. We, we you have to, hard have to work to for our money. Content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. yeah, if you do want to email us about anything, business inquiries or otherwise, you can find us at... Afterhorrorpod at outlook.com. Excellent. Um, so next week's movie... That's your ...is turn. my choice. Your right. Yes. So, lads. Oh, God. The movie that I've chosen... Oh, I'm really scared. ...isn't a movie I've watched. <laughs> uh, but I did that with a ritual and pleasantly was surprised. So. Okay, cool. I heard the director talking about this on a podcast that I listened to. Right. Um, and was so enamoured by it, I went, oh, all right, I'm going to watch this, and then realised it was my turn coming up and thought, fuck it, we'll all watch it, because I think it's the sort of thing we're all going to come back and go... What the fuck was that? Um, oh, the, the, the film that I want us all to watch is The Greasy Strangler. Yes! Yes! The Greasy Strangler. Fist bump! <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. That's my head hitting the table. <laughs> well, we'll, watch a tra- we'll watch a trailer afterwards. Or, um, it, I think you'll enjoy it. What's it called? The Greasy, the greasy, the greasy Strangler. <laughs> Oh, that's the most dad I've ever heard you. Oh, what's this for? What's his shit called? A greasy uh, one? Check oh, out. no. Just quickly. <laughs> uh, just quickly. Uh, yeah. Check out check out the podcast network on Facebook. There's yeah. Lots, lots of cool podcasts. Oh, yeah. Po- like, lots of cool podcasts. Yeah, big shout out to the work you've been doing, man. Um, collecting loads of podcasts together. Each other's giving each other a shout yeah, out. But very if, cool people. You know, if you love us, then what's wrong with you? But... And if, you, if you're bored for content, it's like it's just, a great place to go. There's far better podcasts right. than yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. So, don't use chocolate us as a hands. judge. So chocolate <laughs> hams, right? You heard that, right? Next time when we go, oh, who's your favourite? Don't fucking say all. Don't say all, right? Because some of us are really nice to you, lovely, wonderful <laughs> chocolate also, hams. Also, Mike's really needy. <laughs> yes, so needy. I don't know if you know, but my dad died. So <laughs> I just need I need love from strangers. Uh, so make that happen. The fact that he hangs around public toilets attests to that. Yeah, just screaming "Daddy," and it always ends up wrong. Crying with his trousers around his ankles. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird, but we still yeah. love him. I only went in for a fucking eye exam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, by which he means peeking through the hole drilled in the cubicle door. <laughs> that's been the After Horror podcast, mate. And yeah. you've been Paul. I have. 
I'm not playing a part in this. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Stan. I believe we can. Fi- I believe that we can find you on at Raven Muse on you, Twitter. You can, yeah, Excellent. and Instagram. Cool. Uh, we can find you at Michael Orvis Dam. <laughs> Correct. Um, and I've been, I've been Michael Orvis. You complete fucking ruins now. We're supposed to go like round. Wow. Well, you it's, can't it's, find me because one's fucking stupid. You, yeah. You, <laughs> Chris's is lots of numbers and letters <laughs> and fucking stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what mine is now. To be honest, it's. Danny Dan underscore something something yeah. underscore sexy something. boy <laughs> underscore good pa- time party boy yeah <laughs> underscore party priest oh. uh, yeah we've all been the hosts uh, yeah. we're I've so been, tired I'm really, so really sorry it's so it's so, so late we're sorry we are sorry we're so sorry really sorry the real horror is the greasy strangler all <laughs> the last 20 minutes of this podcast <laughs> the real horror Sea boil yes, yes. yes. C-boil. my man that's a I don't want to think about dicks in my daughter's mouth but you're fine with Pussy, yeah. <laughs>